and welcome to episode two of The Vulgar Esperantist. Vulgar Esperantist is a podcast in which we will learn everyday Esperanto together. The title of the podcast, The Vulgar Esperanto, is uh, referring to the word vulgar in the traditional sense. That is, the, the language or the, the, the tongue of the common people, of the common folk. That is to say that we're not concerned with low-level grammatical issues or debates of semantics. We're just interested in learning Esperanto so that we can use it on an everyday basis to better communicate across national, uh, cultural, and linguistic barriers. Mi nomo esta Setko, mi estos via instristom. Episode 2, Nouns. In the previous episode, we learned a little bit about Esperanto, what, why it exists, how it, how it became developed. And we also learned about the importance of the endings of words and how greatly simplified that is from other languages. If you've ever had any experience trying to learn Spanish or French or Italian or Latin or anything like that, you know that there are masculine and feminine endings to a lot of different words that you have to sort of match up in your head. And you have to know whether something is masculine or feminine. In Esperanto, there's no such concern. Nouns end with an O. Adjectives end in an A. And infinite, uh, infinitive verbs end in an I. What on earth is an infinite, uh, infinitive verb? It is one of those verbs, or, or it's a, a verb in the form of to do, or, you know, it's got the word to in front of it. It's, that's what they call infinitive. So if you're going to, to program a software application, to program, programmy. Okay. Both nouns and adjectives that are plural, as we found out last episode, end in a J, but the J sounds like a Y. So, if it is a person, it would be homo in Esperanto. If it is people, many persons, it would be homoi. Simple as that. Add a J, it becomes plural. Now, there are no exceptions to these rules. This is Esperanto. You don't have to worry about certain words being given a certain kind of plural ending only if something else is true. It's not like that. Add a J, it's a plural. It's simple. What else is simple? We're going to try to concentrate on nouns in this episode primarily. So um, one of the things that you associate with nouns often are things called definite and indefinite articles. Now, a definite article, and you don't need to worry about the terms. You'll know exactly what I'm talking about. A definite article is the. So if I'm saying uh, the bicycle in Esperanto, it is la. It is always la, L-A. Now, I know in French, for instance, there's la and le and le. Well, in Esperanto, there is la. That's all there is. It's very refreshing. So if you're going to say the bicycle, it is la biciclo. La biciclo. The bicycle. 
simple as that. You don't have to worry about whether it's a masculine or a feminine object that you're referring to. If you want to put a definite article in front of a word, it is always la. It's very simple. To even simplify things further, there are no indefinite articles. For instance, in English, we might say, get a bicycle. The word a, that's an indefinite article. We're not speaking about any particular bicycle. So we say, get a bicycle. Or get an, an um, something starting with a vowel. Get an egg. We're not talking about a specific egg. We're just saying, get an egg. And that's all. So those are indefinite articles. They don't exist in Esperanto. You don't have to worry about them at all. So, to say, get a bicycle in Esperanto, uh, well, we would think about what kind of verb we want. Now, in the last episode, we learned that the U ending, if you put U at the end of a verb instead of that I, that is the... Uh, I keep forgetting the word for this kind of verb, but it's it's when you're demanding something or telling someone. Um, I know there's a technical term for this, and I should have looked it up before I started this episode, but it is that, that so that if you're saying to um, use something, to use would be utsi, use would be utsu, utsu. Okay, so... In this case, the verb that we want to use for get a bicycle is get. Uh, the translation for get in Esperanto, one of them would be preni, P-R-E-N-I, preni, to get, to acquire, to get, to seize. Okay, so preni, well, we want to, instead of having the I at the end to denote something that is, you know, something that needs to be done, we want to give a command. We want to say get. So you add the U. So it's prenu biciclo. Prenu biciclo. That is get a bicycle. Now if we were talking about a specific bicycle, if we'd ridden a bicycle somewhere and we were walking away and then we realized we need to get the bicycle that we brought with us, we might tell our friend prenu la biciclo. Prenu la biciclo. Get the bicycle. But if it's just any old bicycle, we just want to go get a bicycle, prenu biciclo. Okay? So that's pretty simple. That's definitive and uh, def definite and indefinite articles. So definite articles, there's one, and that is la. Uh, indefinite articles, there uh, are none. And that makes it pretty simple on everyone. Okay? So moving on a little bit to... Uh, some adjectives, because there's just not that much you can say about about uh, nouns at first. Although there are some there are some there are some things that you can do to nouns that are pretty cool, but um, we'll leave that for now. Adjectives, as I said, they end in an a. And one of the neat things about adjectives is that they always end in an a. And you can put them right in front of the noun that they refer to. So if we were going to say that we were going to prenu nova biciclo, what do you think that would mean? Prenu nova biciclo. 
you're probably already figuring it out. It's get a new bicycle. Nova is new. So it's as simple as that. Prenu Nova Biciclo. Get a new bicycle. Notice how you're not even thinking about the endings, really. You're just thinking, if you know the words, then it's just a no-brainer to string them together. It's not going to stay exactly this simple, but pretty close, to be honest. This, is, this isn't the hardest Esperanto gets. There are some further concepts that we're going to get into later, but this is literally how easy it is most of the time. And that's why it's such a great language to learn, because it really is uh, just so so simplified. Now here's a really cool thing, and this is going to cut vocabulary lessons basically in half. And you're going to get a lot of this kind of thing in Esperanto. And that's the concept of prefixes and suffixes. But in Esperanto, there are ways of stringing different elements, different prefixes and, and suffixes together to create new words. So right away, if you've learned Nova, which is new in Esperanto, you may not realize it, but you've already learned two words in Esperanto. Because Nova means new. But if you put the standard prefix mal, M-A-L, in front of any adjective, it makes that adjective mean the opposite. So if you've got nova is new, malnova would be not new or old, however you want to think about it. Mal is an easy one to remember for me because, I mean, if you think about it, the the word mal in, in I think, a great many languages means bad or negative, something ill, something wrong, negative. So nova is new, malnova is old. Simple as that in a lot of different cases. Granda is big, malgranda is small. Lots of different adjectives you're going to run across that you can just throw a mal in front of and reverse it completely in terms of, of of what it of what it means. So if you've got um, fatsila, easy, mal fatsila would be not easy or difficult. Bona, good, mal bona, bad. So if we were going to say that we wanted to get an old bicycle, it would be prenu mal nova bicyclo, get an old bicycle. Don't get the nice new one, get an old bicycle. And again, you don't even have to think about the indefinite article of an because it's just implied. Prenum nova biciclo. If you're not saying la biciclo or prenu la malnova biciclo, which would be get the old bicycle. So if you've got a line of bicycles, they're all brand new except one, that's the old one. You want the old one? Prenu la malnova biciclo. If you don't say la, you're implying that it's an indefinite ob indefinite article. You're not specifically talking about a certain thing. You're just talking in general, go get something. Okay, so um, that's that's really, I mean, that's, that's nouns and, and largely the, those are adjectives. Um, 
the thing about adjectives in Esperanto is that you want to make the adjective plural if it's a plural noun. So in that sense, uh, it's good to it's good to um, to match the adjective and noun. Simp and it's it's pretty easy. I mean, that's if you're saying pronu uh, pronu la malnov malnove bicycloi then you're saying get the old bicycles so you know that the adjective that you're using to describe the bicycle is malnova right and you know that you're talking about mini bicycles so you're going to be talking about mini old bicycles so you go ahead and throw the j on the adjective um honestly that took a little bit of getting used to uh for me because i don't if 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 I do it in English, I'm not cognizant of it, um, and there are probably lots of exceptions in English because there are so many ridiculous exceptions in this language. But in Esperanto, there really aren't. So as long as you remember to make the adjective plural when the noun is plural, you're good to go. Prenula malnove bicycloi would be get the old bicycles. Prenula nove bicycloi get the the new bicycles obviously there's no it's not a big deal um it's not a big deal in terms of the verb the verb is going to stay the same so if we want someone to use uh the new computers uh we would say utsu la nove computiloi use the new computers plural both nove and computiloi are plural but we're still just saying utsu la use the plural new computers it's pretty simple as you can tell just something to keep in mind that they do like to have the adjective plural along with the plural noun uh, and it helps group those two things together too because if you're if it's a more complex sentence it just kind of helps both for the speaker and I think for the listener to hear the adjective and the noun to which it belongs, uh, both being the same, um, you know, whether they're singular or plural, they're both that thing. So um, it's always good to do that. Okay, quick review of what we learned. Uh, and I think next episode I'm going to do just vocabulary. So the next time we, I think we've learned a good amount of um, sort of basic structure here uh, I think next we can learn some vocabulary so we can have a little bit more to work with and I think vocabulary lessons are always good to just kind of hear and play over and over and over again so I'll try to put on my best radio voice um, if I have one and just go through you know a fair amount of vocabulary words so today we learned again nouns end in O always adjectives end in A always Infinitive verbs end in I, always. Commanding verbs end in a U. The J, sounding like a Y, makes something plural at the end of the word. Bicycloi, bicycles. Computiloi, com uh, computers. The word mal, in front of an adjective, makes that adjective mean the opposite of what it used to. Nova, new. Malnova, 
old, grande big, malgrande small, etc. The definitive, the definite article V is la, regardless of anything. It's la. There are no indefinite articles. I think that's about it for this week. Next time we'll get into some vocabulary and then maybe we'll just dive right into verbs. Those are always fun because then you can actually say cool stuff with lots of action in them. Um, thanks for listening to Volgress Prontist and be sure to turn, tune in next time. Caro.net, so head on over to caro.net for all your hosting needs.